Good afternoon, folk. It's Danny here with my co-host Charissa on Looking Up on this absolutely deliciously glorious Wednesday afternoon. It's uh, like about 20-something degrees out there here in Walls End, just outside of Newcastle, and we are ready for another incredibly exciting and extremely important program this afternoon. So if you're joining us for the first time on Looking Up, where we take a look at current world events in light of Bible prophecy. I want to give you a big warm welcome. And so does Sharissa, who's been my new co-host now for a couple of weeks. How are you going? Good. Thank you, Danny. And after a welcome and introduction to program like that, the day just feels so much better and brighter. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I will keep you on as a volunteer for a little bit longer. <laughs> Oh, I've never well. thought of a Wednesday as delicious before. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this kind of weather, um, there's only one other thing I, I can see myself doing on a day like this. What's that? Apart from doing the this? radio program, which I, I do, like that's number one on a Wednesday afternoon on a day like this. The other thing would be to ride my mountain bike. Oh, you like yeah, that too. And our, co- and our producer, <laughs> Liam, he's nodding his head. Um, he's a mountain biker too. Unfortunately, he's a Maroon supporter, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We don't mind Maroon supporters here in the studio. <laughs> and he's wearing his Maroon top. Can you believe it? Yeah, he is. Anyway, I guess, yeah, that's all happening tonight, isn't it? It's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, there's just so much going on, <laughs> there isn't there? <laughs> there's so much going on. So, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful day here. And um, those who are our regular listeners, a big welcome to you and glad that you could join us. Now, if you would like to um, give us a call, send us a question or a comment, feel free to do that. I'll give you the numbers right now. Uh, you can go. You can call one eight hundred three two four eight four three. That's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. Or you can text us your comment or question on o four nine one o six four double six nine. That's o four nine one o six four double six nine. So feel free to do that. We also have a website where you can catch up on previous podcasts. Uh, all of our programs are there. Just simply go to faithfm.com.au, go to the podcast tab and uh, click on Looking Up and you'll be able to connect with all the previous programs. Hmm. So um, we're going to be continuing on our journey looking at America in Bible prophecy. Now, America's been front and center in the news um, <laughs> every, day. <laughs> every day for the last year. <laughs> and yeah. so we're going to continue that journey. We're going to share a little more after the break. Um, we're going to now enjoy some beautiful music from Amy Cherry, Be Strong. So sit back and enjoy. And thanks again for joining us. Joshua faced a wall so tall It was indestructible David faced a giant so defiant He sent grown men running Moses slow speech asked to preach And free the Israelites Prophet named Elijah prayed down fire On a water-drenched altar What's your Goliath? What do you fear?
Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that beautiful piece by Amy Cherry. You are with Sharissa and Danny on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon here at Faith FM, looking up. And for those who are regular listeners will know that the name of our program, Looking Up, is based on the words of Jesus in Luke 21, verse 28, where Jesus, in connection with his soon return, he gives signs that would precede his coming immediately before he comes. And he says, when you see all these things taking place, look up because your redemption is drawing near. And um, we're seeing a lot of things happening, aren't we, Sharissa? All the time, every day. And it's just exciting. Well, it's a little bit scary in some ways to see where the world's going, but it's exciting because it's pointing to the soon return of Jesus. It's the best time to be looking up. Amen. So Jesus says, don't look around you. Mm. Don't look at others. Don't look at yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look up. Look up. Yeah. yeah so um, before we get into, before we get into um, things that are taking place today um, and that have been taking place this week, Sharissa, how has your week been? Oh, I have to think about that when you ask me. It's been a busy one, mm-hmm. but uh, it's been a good one. We've still got the America and the End series continuing. Actually, it finishes this week, so uh, then I'll change my busyness just a little bit Okay. That. Well, um, yeah, before we, before we get to that, because we do want to talk a little bit about that, because that's very much on, um, on point when it comes to our subject of American prophecy that we are continuing on today. Today's uh, an important day around the world. It is. The it 11th is. of November. Yeah, Remembrance Day. Indeed. Yeah, we so what a, are we remembering today? We're remembering those who died for our freedom 
that we could enjoy the freedom we enjoy in this country. Absolutely, yes. So, um, yeah, today is Remembrance Day or Armistice Day, mm-hmm. as it's also known. And um, in, in some other nations, uh, in, in some nations around the world, it's a public holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in France, it's a, it's a public holiday, not here in Australia. Um, in the U.S., in the U.S., I, I discovered that um, they they have this day as well. They call it Veterans Day. Oh, interesting. That, is that right? Yeah, we've got we've got your husband here today. He's <laughs> I didn't just, know he's that. He's just hanging out today. He's just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have him as a special guest next week, Justin. Well, Justin, for, the, for today, imagine I'm not here. <laughs> just here to listen and enjoy, like all of you listeners. Yeah. So, um, but Justin, um, don't go away. He's going to be here. With we're going to we're going to just ask him for for his response to the end series we have uh, shared in the past that Sharissa and Justin and Lyle have been involved in this end series America and the end and so we're just going to get a little bit of feedback from him on this he's going to be our special guest next week mm-hmm. so that's something to look forward to but um, yeah Remembrance Day uh, it it was the day back in um, 19, 1918. 1918, at the end of World War One, when the Allies uh, from World War One, the Allies mm-hmm. signed uh, the, I guess, the end of the war mm. treaty with the Germans. And apparently, I went online and I did a little bit of looking, and it was signed um, there in France at 5:45 a.m. Wow! On the 11th, mm. but it was to go into effect. At 11 a.m. I'm sorry. Ah, yeah, at 11 a.m. That. That's so interesting. Yeah, so that's why on the 11th of the 11th at 11 a.m. Mm. we pause. Mm. You know, a minute, a minute silence to to remember uh, those um, who who died for our freedoms mm. there during World War One. So it's um, yeah, it's it's interesting and um, yeah. So that was back in 1918. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 102 years ago now. 102 Amazing. years ago today. Mm. And uh, you know what? As I think about that, Sharissa, uh, you know, the signing of this treaty brought an end to World War One. I. I think about what happened to you 2,000 years ago. Mm. And there was another signature, this time not with a pen, but mm. with the blood of Jesus. So true. Greater love has no man mm. than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. And that's that's the greatest freedom that was ever bought for us was through the death of Jesus mm. on our behalf. It's beautiful. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, when we think about that, that you know, as as the signing of this peace accord back mm. in 1988, 1988, 1918, <laughs> 1918 gave the world another opportunity mm. to. To restore peace and for people to be able to go about their lives in in a normal kind of fashion, so to two thousand years ago, as I think back, you know, Jesus gave us a second opportunity. Mm, he did to get back into that garden. Mm, amen. So where there'd be no more, no more war, no more suffering, no more sorrow. So as we stop to remember those that died, gave their gave their lives for the physical freedoms we enjoy mm. in the Western world and around the world, I think it's also important to, to reflect not just on this day but every day that because of Jesus' death, we have freedom, spiritual freedom. Mm. We're no longer under bondage. That's right. And we, 
Yeah, go. If the sun sets you free, you shall be free indeed. Indeed, indeed. Mm. So, yeah, so we, yeah, we pause as Australians. We, we join the world. And, uh, but on this program, we especially remember uh, Jesus and his death uh, to give us the ultimate freedom. So we praise the Lord for that. So, yeah, that's today, uh, the 11th of November. Now, if we want to, um, yeah, I guess uh, we're going to be looking at the United States in Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. And you have been in the midst of a program, mm-hmm. Sharissa, mm-hmm. Um, America in the end. We've been promoting it. Yeah, how's it and, been going and, um, yeah, and so forth? And Justin. And Justin, indeed. Let's <laughs> not forget did. Justin. He had a brilliant presentation last night. Yeah. It really was. I heard it fantastic. greatly impacted you. It did. I'm a true believer now. I'm a true believer. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> it was a wonderful message last night. Yes, yeah, so we're, we've been going through a nine-part series mm-hmm. on America and the end, what the Bible has to say about the United States in Bible prophecy. And if you've never looked into it, you owe it to yourself to explore it because it's amazing. Basically, what we're seeing in the world right now, America is right on track where Bible prophecy predicted it would be. And that's, as we said before, exciting because it means Jesus is coming soon. So we're on the final week of the nine-part series, Mm -hmm. and tonight's the second last presentation, actually. But if you missed it, it's not too late to go back and catch up. You can go to our website. Uh, the end dot digital. There's a www dot the end dot digital, and all the past programs are there on our YouTube page, on our Facebook, and on the website. If you'd like to to catch up, and I think it's streaming live on Faith FM. It indeed is. It indeed is. Yes. Yeah, that's and, great. And uh, that's fantastic. And not only is there a thirty minute presentation on on the topic, mm. uh, but you also have Q and A. That's right. How's that been going? Yeah, it's been keeping me on my toes. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in prayer before those. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know what's going to be thrown at don't you. Don't know what's coming, but God is good, and I've enjoyed uh, hearing from our viewers and our listeners just the things that are on their hearts, and it's been good for us too to to get into the Bible and see what the Bible says, um, to find Bible answers to the questions. It's been exciting. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's now switch over to your to your wonderful American husband. Um, <laughs> Well, there was no one in Australia. You had to go all the way to America. (laughs) That's what they told me in America. (laughs) Is that what they said to you in the States as well? There's only one Sharissa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome along, Justin. Good to good good to have you, mate. And um, yeah, so we've 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 heard your name, and our listeners would be familiar with with your voice. Those of that that have tuned into um, America and the end. How's it been going from from your point of view? Mm. Yeah, really, um, really positively. You know, as we were working on the presentations, Sharissa and I, um, since we got to speak, of course, ahead of time, you know, we were just fascinated with what we were learning and we thought this is going to be amazing to be able to share. We hope that other people find it as interesting Mm -hmm. as we do. And uh, it's just been really beautiful to hear the responses of many people who have texted in, called in. Uh, requested the free book offer or free study series offer and who we've been able to call the next day and speak with and hear a bit, uh, yeah, hear a bit more about their journey. Mm -hmm. And so the positive response and feedback has been uh, really fantastic and we praise God that others have at least a number of others, not everybody, but uh, a number of others have found the topics that we found so amazing as we were studying God's word and history and current events. Uh, We're grateful to God to find that others found them fascinating as well. Mm, Absolutely. And I understand a number of people are requesting Bible studies or they want to continue this journey, not just 
unpacking a little more on Bible prophecy and America in particular, but just understanding the Bible and the plan of salvation and preparing for the coming of Jesus. Is that right? Yes, yes, absolutely. That is right. In fact, um, I spoke with a gentleman earlier today. Um, he, he lives a little ways south of Sydney, and he told me, that uh, he listens to Faith FM. That's how he heard about the series. And he requested the free book, The Great Controversy. I said, that's fantastic. How often do you listen to Faith FM? And he said, pretty much (laughs) 24-7. So uh, if he's listening to this now, I won't name him by name in case, you know, (laughs) he's on the Shire side. But uh, yeah, praise God for, for how he directed you to Faith FM. And also to America and the end. And may God continue blessing you uh, on your spiritual journey. Amen. And indeed, um, I, I, have, I haven't put this out there for a little while, but I, I should do it each week. If there are any listeners out there right now that would like for someone to study the Bible with them, we have uh, Bible instructors. We've got individuals who are trained and equipped. They're just beautiful young people who love to study the Bible with people. Either they can do that with you on the phone or they can do that via Zoom or in person, depending on where you live. We can do that in person. If you're interested, just give us a call here at Faith FM mm-hmm. on looking up. Send us a message. All you need to do is just text us um, your number and say, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to connect with someone uh, who will help me understand the Bible more so and prepare for the coming of Jesus, and we'll do that. So just text us on 0491 That's 0491 Or if you know of someone who who is interested, just let us know. We are here to... We are here to help you on that journey because there's really nothing more important than than getting to know about Jesus through the Word. That's yeah. Right. Now, now, Justin, how's your family doing, mate? How's your family doing there in the states? What are they saying? What's coming out? They're on the ground. Um, what, <laughs> He's yeah. our foreign correspondent. Yeah, you're our That's foreign. Yeah. <laughs> well and truly, you're our foreign local correspondent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you, Sharissa. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks for asking. I uh, appreciate that. My parents are, are doing well. I have um, my two parents in California where I uh, moved from when I moved here at the beginning of last year. I've been here almost two years, coming up on two years. And um, my grandmother is there who is in the Napa Valley as well. And, That's California. Um, Napa Valley of Northern California, about an hour and a half north of San Francisco yep. and west of Sacramento. And uh, my grandmother, my mom told us about a month ago that the head nurse at her nursing home had COVID. And wow. we thought, oh no. So they locked them in their rooms. Thankfully, yeah. she had a roommate. And they brought them food and whatnot for 14 days. Wow. And then uh, that ended. And four days later, after their freedom had returned, uh, they lost it again because another staff person got COVID. And so, but she's 98 years old. And so we're just grateful to God that she's been able to be safe. She hasn't got COVID. She hasn't had any other major illnesses. Um, Listen, the COVID numbers are higher. I know at least here in North New South Wales in the Newcastle area, we kind of feel like COVID is over in many respects. It's only on the news here, really. Mm. That's true. What's happening overseas. We don't really have much here. True. Mm -hmm. Besides Victoria, it's, it's really not widely spread at all. And so to talk to my parents and realize and look at the news and see the numbers being so high, uh, almost a third wave basically going mm. through America right now. It's it's pretty crazy. Mm. And when you ask the question of uh, how things are going over there, you might have been um, asking about the election as well. And that has been another wild... Yeah. I'm aware uh, of that. Yeah, you're aware of that. Every day, I can't escape it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's, it's amazing to see how the... Uh, yeah, it's amazing to see, I think for the first time in history... 
the results of an election seriously doubted and disputed. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think Americans are, are questioning the integrity of our system and how it worked with this last election being very mm-hmm. different because of COVID absentee ballots and such. And so, yeah, we're just praying God's will ultimately, um, you know, will win out. And uh, that, yeah, that riots and, and protests and these types of, well, the violent riots and gatherings and things like that would, the looting would come to an end, mm. that peace would uh, replace the, uh, the violence and whatnot. So that's our prayer for mm. the United States. Mm. And, and really, we know what happens in the U.S., um, really affects the rest of the world. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, certainly we'll be keeping keeping the U.S. in, in our prayers. Um, and we're going to be talking about that after the news. We're going to be going to the news, uh, well, to, to some music and then the news in just, in just a few moments. And then after that, we're going to be taking a look at uh, the United States in Bible prophecy. We're going to be taking a look at some incredible headlines uh, that are in, our, are in our news magazines as we speak. And so I pray that you will stay tuned for our second hour as we plunge into the United States in Bible prophecy. But in the meantime, sit back and enjoy the Ball Brothers, a cradle in Bethlehem, followed by the news. And we'll see you back in a little bit. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Faith FM and Looking Up. You're with Danny and Sharissa on this glorious Wednesday afternoon. And we are looking at America in Bible prophecy. We've been there over the last uh, couple of weeks together. And if you are just joining us for the first time, a big warm welcome to you. If you'd like to catch up on those previous programs, all you need to do is go to our Faith FM website. So that's faithfm.com.au. Go to the podcast section there and, um, and look for Looking Up. Excuse the pun. And uh, when you are there, you'll be able to see the previous programs all the way from the very beginning, uh, about four or five months ago when we first started Looking Up, all the way through to um, hopefully last week. I'm not sure if they've updated it up until last week. Liam, I'm not sure if you've checked if they've updated last week's program if that's on the on the website it may not be uh, but even so you'll be able to see the latest um, study there and you'll be able to catch up also if you want to contact us 1-800-324-843 if you've got any questions comments or text us on 0491-064-669 and we've also been advertising uh I guess we're in the tail end of this series, America and the End. Sharissa, do you want to give us the details? Yes, so America and the End continues tonight at 7.30. That's uh, daylight savings time here in Sydney time. And uh, we've only got two more presentations left. It's tonight and tomorrow night. So, yeah, wherever you are, join us. www.theend.digital is where you can find the videos of it or you can listen live on Faith FM also at the same time. Excellent. And if you've missed any of those, they're all there on the website. And you can catch up from the very first presentation. There's also a Q&A. So there's a 30-minute presentation. And Sharissa, I understand you're it tonight. Is that correct? You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, Justin shared an amazing presentation last night. I really enjoyed it. Just current events. Mm. And it was just seeing Revelation 13 come to life. It was amazing. And, uh, yeah, um, I did mention uh, in, our, in our previous um, segment that Justin was going to be our special guest next week to unpack what he talked about and give some more details. But I have subsequently discovered that he and his dear wife, uh, Sharissa, they won't be here next Wednesday. So it'll be the following Wednesday. And so next Wednesday there'll be a special guest. And I'm not going to tell you who that is. It's going to be a surprise <laughs> because I don't quite know myself just yet. <laughs> but, yeah, so but we'll be, we'll be here next week. And, um, yeah, so... You'll, you'll enjoy that program, I'm, I'm sure. Now, um, yeah, so the Q&A follows. The Q&A follows the 30-minute presentation. And can uh, are they also online? As in, can you catch up on the Q&A yes. as well? So it's not just the 30-minute segment. Yeah, so the Q&A some, is on there as well. Some people want to watch the whole thing, so yep. you can watch that. And if you just want to watch the presentation, you can. it's uh, titled Feature. Okay. So the feature programs are all just the, the presentation part. Or the full length, including the Q&A. Q cool. Okay, so you have that there. All right, now before we before we plunge into um, our study on American prophecy and go to the very heart of the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter thirteen, we just want to reflect a little more on this election. Mm. Now, I mean, people may be thinking, you know, <laughs> Danny, please, please, we're over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we've tuned into Faith FM to to hear something else. 
And it just happens to be that this is um, where we are in our journey. And we're not just simply talking about America because we just feel like talking about America. No, we're talking about the United States of America because this nation is in the very heart of Bible prophecy mm-hmm. and it is central. And I, and I, and I mean that um, absolutely in, in capitals. The United States is absolutely central to end time events. Absolutely. And I think what we're seeing is just why that's going to be the case. It's developing all the time. I was really interested this morning, Danny, that mm-hmm. I um, saw a headline on the news that says U.S. networks pull the plug on Trump's live address due to, quote, lies. Mm. I just think, that, I, I mean, regardless of which side of the political mm. spectrum you sit on, I mean, he's still the sitting president until, you know, January, January 20. Mm. And to have the president's speech you know, pulled from news stations. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and I guess this this reminds us of the incredible division yeah. uh, that we have in the United States, not just right now, uh, but this has been going on and building up. It's mm. been building up for a number of years. Even before Donald Trump came to town, mm-hmm. uh, there was uh, great divisions uh, racially, politically. Um, the economic divide yes. has been growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you know, we we think of the United States. Of course, it's the most powerful nation on the planet, and we're going to take a look at, at that. But the the economic divide has been really growing, and so there's a lot of poverty. I remember going to the United States. This mm. is like 30 years ago. Mm. Uh, that's when I was there. I've got some family there in Arizona. They were in. They happened to be in Chicago at the time. 30 mm-hmm. years ago, they've moved since. And just to see, just to see on the streets, you know, we don't have that in Australia to that extent, but just to see so many homeless people mm. and so much poverty. Yeah. And then to see the extremely rich, obviously, on the other side. Yeah. America, the beautiful is not always all that beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like the rest of the world, actually, this world's not our final home. No, it's not. No, it's not. And it's interesting, uh, the Australian newspaper, mm-hmm. uh, that's, our, that's our newspaper here at home, uh, I was interested to see the headline uh, following election night mm. in the United States. So the election was on Tuesday, US time, but that was like that was Wednesday. This, this time last week yeah. we were talking about it. Yeah, well, well, the results were coming in. That's right. The results were coming that. in um, last Wednesday afternoon because yeah. they're kind of like almost a day behind. Mm-hmm. And so on Thursday... Uh, the Australian uh, published this front page headline. It has uh, a picture of uh, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. um, you know, with his right um, hand sort of up in the air, you know, clenched fist, you know, with a big smile, you know, yeah. uh, uh, a, a fist of victory. Yeah. And it's got a picture of Donald Trump. And um, Sharissa, can you see, he doesn't look that excited, but he still has his thumb up, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. He's still got the thumb up, but I think it's probably been a long day, probably been a long yeah. <laughs> few months. I mean, the guy's just had COVID, so he's probably exhausted. And, and I mean, he was running around doing these massive rallies where he talks like for an hour, an hour and a half. He was doing five of those a day. Five a day. Amazing. So the guy's pretty wasted. And Joe Biden, even though he's a bit older, but he looks a lot fresher, doesn't he? Yep. He looks a whole heap fresher. But anyway, the, the, the front page headline, was United States of Uncertainty. Mm. That was the headline, United States of Uncertainty. Hmm. And, yeah, really, there is so much uncertainty there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's going to happen? No, not right now. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, we don't. Yes, we have have Joe Biden who has um, claimed victory. Yeah. You know, he's he's being spoken of as the president-elect. 
But if 2020's taught us anything, anything can happen. <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> Nothing's over yet. So. No, and uh, whilst you know, whilst they're parting, yeah, in the in the Joe Biden camp, uh, the other camp, they're off to the lawyers. Yeah, uh, they're off to court. Yeah, although. The difference is Joe Biden seems to have the support of the media mm, and that's the Republicans yeah. don't seem to get that same coverage. And yeah, it's, uh, for me, what's really interesting as we're looking at all of this is just how powerful big tech has become. Mm. Um, news companies, social media, they're really, they are able to control the minds of millions. I think Justin said on the Q&A last night, and it was a amazing thought to think that they're more powerful now than many country leaders oh absolutely because they're just swaying the thoughts of millions of people and uh, yeah i i watched this netflix documentary i don't know if you've heard of it or you've watched it. it's called i think the social i've watched it the social dilemma is it called yes. the social dilemma it's it's mind-boggling it's amazing it's really eye-opening i think i watched it twice okay <laughs> yeah i watched it um peter peter actually peter watts i hope if you if you're listening peter in tasmania <laughs> we hope you're doing well you and marie buddy settling in yes um but yeah peter peter notified me and he said danny you got to watch this you know yeah. just just watch the trailer and i did i watched the trailer and and then i watched it on netflix and it's and it really is incredible mm-hmm. the the, the way the social media giants are able to manipulate our thinking, mm-hmm. um, the way they feed us with, mm-hmm. with, with that which we're keen and interested in, and it's just phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. The end of that documentary brought out how the algorithms, it's like this beast that's gone out of control and it's feeding two different realities. So your reality is based on the things you see in your news feed and somebody else's is the same, but it could be two completely different Mm. news feeds. And the guy they asked, I can't remember who he is or what he did, but he just said the ultimate end possible result of this could be civil war wow because people are going to be so convinced on either side of the spectrum that they're right and they'll take it out on one another and i think we're seeing a little bit of that in what's happening in america just the realities are are so different for different people and it's it's tense we are and um and and so this really is playing into the the bible narrative the narrative of revelation that in the end well even jesus said there's going to be confusion. That's right. There's going to be perplexity. But we never, to be honest, when you know, when we would have looked at those words 20 years ago, mm. say before the advent of the internet, even just before the advent of the internet, there's no way anyone would have supposed that this kind of scenario would be part of that confusion, would be part of the hostilities that Jesus talked about at the end, mm. love of many growing cold. No one saw that coming. Mm. Like we've had civil wars yes. ever since the beginning of time. I mean, Cain and Abel, that was yeah. the first civil war you could say. Yeah. Um, but we have never had it um, on this platform, excuse the pun, you know, the, 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 the platform that we have today where everyone has in their pocket yes um, you know a device that is uh, able to produce war yeah civil war amazing you know nearly eight billion people mm. amazing it's, it's just really incredible and so we can clearly see that we are nearing the end and um, so we we're going to continue to take a look at America in prophecy and uh, we we want to take a look at what the Bible has to say because this nation, is a very powerful nation. We all know that. Uh, just just to catch you up, 
Um, those who are joining us for the first time, we're going to go to Revelation 13 and we've got a few minutes before our next break, our next music break. So we're going to pray and then we're going to, then we're going to plunge in. We're going to do a little bit of recap and then we're going to continue the journey. So Sharissa, do you want to have a prayer for us uh, before we open up God's Word together? Sure. Our loving Father in heaven, thank you so much that we can study your word. We have the freedom to do so, and we pray that as we do, that your Holy Spirit would touch our hearts and stir us, bring conviction to us about the times that we're living in. Teach us, we pray, and bless everyone who's listening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. So, folk, if you have your Bibles, um, open up. I want to invite you to open up to Revelation 13. So the back of the Bible, and we've discovered that Revelation chapter 12, 13, and 14 is the very center of the book of Revelation. It's uh, the center as far as um, uh, the book is concerned, but it's also the very heart as far as end time prophecy is concerned. Mm. And so Revelation 13, Sharissa, if you would like to read verse 11 and 12, we'll start off there. All right. So the Bible says, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Okay. So here we have, um, it says another beast. Now there was a first beast in Revelation 13. Um, what power was that? We've looked at that in the past. Yeah, that was the Roman church-state system of the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the first beast in Revelation 13, 1 to 10. And now we have another one coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, um, as we have discovered, that this first beast goes into captivity, which you read of in Revelation 13, 10, at the end of a time period. What time period was that? Well, is it a time, times, and half a times? Yep, it's the 42 months Yes. Um, of verse 5, Revelation 13, 5. And that ended, do you remember what year this ended? I'm asking all these questions. 1798. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so 1798, and the United States is coming onto the scene around that time. Yeah. Um, in, in a declaration of independence, 1776, and you have the... The Constitution, what was that, 1787? It was ratified and came into effect 1789. 1789. Yeah. Uh, what about the Bill of Rights? Ah. 1791? I <laughs> yeah, think it was I think 1791, that yeah. And so by 1798, the United States is well and truly recognized, uh, recognized as its own entity in yeah. the world. Um, and it enters the political stage. So, so that fits that prophecy to a T. It comes up out of the earth. Uh, unlike the sea beast, it comes up in a sparsely populated area. And so that also represents the United States. It would be lamb-like, which is the U.S., mm. very much a Christ-like nation established on Protestant principles and so forth and so on. So that's a little bit of recap. That's a very short recap. Um, and we're going to continue this journey after this song. So sit back, be listening to Casting Crowns, and now my life song sings. But now I'm found 
Once was lost, but now I'm found. So far away, but I'm home now. Once was lost, but now I'm found. And now my life song sings. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was blind, but now I see. I don't know how, but when he touched me, I once was blind, but now I see. Now my life song sings, and now my life song sings, and now my life song sings. I once was dead, but now I live. I once was dead. Hope you enjoyed that song, Casting Crowns. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to casting our crown at the feet of Jesus, aren't we, Sharissa? Amen. Amen on that day. And that day's not far away. I believe so. It's not far away. Every day brings us another day closer. It's true. Every day does bring us another day closer. But you know what? I, I, I think of what Jesus said in those mm. labor pains. Mm. Yep, the contractions are starting to come. <laughs> you haven't experienced them yet personally? No, I haven't. <laughs> but the world just looks like it's not getting any better. No. Yeah. No, and um, yeah, and yeah, Jesus said those labor pains uh, were, um, were an analogy, a perfect analogy that as, 
as we know, I mean, I know through through not experience, obviously, but <laughs> through observation. Yes. I was there when our two girls were born many moons ago. And yeah, those labor pains, they intensified greatly mm. and they were coming thick and fast mm. toward the end there. It was all happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had to go on the floor. Because I'm, re- I'm actually really bad with blood. I'm really... Did you faint or did... Nearly, nearly, oh, wow. nearly, nearly. Oh, all right, now that you've asked me for the story, now that you've asked me for the story, this, this hasn't got much to do with American prophecy. We will, we will get back there. This is just a little commercial break. Um, no, it, it all happened back in um, 1996. Uh-huh. November 14, which is this Saturday. So my daughter's going to be 24 this Saturday. I'm ancient. (laughs) (laughs) I maybe don't sound ancient, ancient, but I am. Anyway, um, I'm going to be 50 next year, Sharissa. Can you believe it? Oh, that's amazing. Praise God. Oh, that's nice of you to say that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, anyway, 24 years ago, in a few days' time, I remember. It was actually here in Belmont. You know, really? just, just just up the road from wow. where we are here in Wall's End. Yeah. Uh, I was studying at the time at Avondale College, studying to, to be a minister, doing a theology uh, degree. And um, yeah, it was November 14. And it was the evening of my first exam the next day. <laughs> Talk about shocking timing. Can't help these things. <laughs> <laughs> my first exam for that semester was the next morning, Friday wow. morning. And here I am, it's the evening and it's all happening. And I do remember, yeah, the because I'm bad, very bad with blood. I mean, you know, like I just have <laughs> tiny little blood and it's all over. You can imagine, you can yeah. imagine, you know, the birth of a baby. It's on, on a totally different level, different <laughs> universe altogether. And anyway, and the doctor could see because I was trying to be supportive of my wife, holding her hand and da 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 all that. And but also, you know, having a peek and just seeing what was happening, you know, yeah. making sure that the baby was coming, and he could see my face um, changing colour. And and I still remember his words. I still remember his words. And there were nurses there. Um, they said, "We have not got time to deal with you. There's the floor. Either lie down voluntarily now, or it's not going to be a smooth landing." Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what I did. I actually <laughs> lay down on the floor. Wow. I lay down on the floor and um and then when the baby was born you got like, up? I, yeah, I was watching I was watching from down below. Um I got up and then I, you know, I think I snipped the cord and, Wow. Then you uh, lay back down. Then I lay back down. <laughs> and, I, and I think I got up just like last week. I managed to recover and get over it. But did yeah. You, did you pass your exam? Yeah, I did. I passed oh, the exam somehow. Isn't so good. I nearly passed out and um, and I passed the exam the next day. So wow. yeah, look, and so so we know that yeah, those those labor pains and and actually Jesus talks I mean not Jesus, um I think it's the Apostle Paul, he talks about this world groaning. Mm. You know, this world groaning. So uses that kind of language and yeah, so we we're we're living right at the end now. Mm-hmm. Now this passage that we looked at in Revelation 13, um, we're looking at this uh, passage that looks at the United States in Bible prophecy. It says in verse 12, if you want to read verse 12, verse 11 really identifies the United States. In that one verse, we have a number of ID markers, which we've looked at in the past, and we'll probably revisit some of them as we go along. But if you want to read verse 12. Yeah, so it says... And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. All right. So how powerful do you have to be to cause the whole world to do something? 
pretty powerful. <laughs> it's a, it's a global power, whatever absolutely. it is. Absolutely. Yeah. How many? How many? Is, can you can you Charissa, think of another nation on the planet right now that has more power and more authority than the United States? I honestly can't. I mean, politically, socially, economically, uh, militarily, the United States is. It's the world leader in everything. It is. And we just take a look at the, this election. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to say that the American election probably gets more coverage in Australia than our own election. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to my husband. <laughs> Did you? It's true. Um, you know, yeah, sorry, carry on. No, it's going to affect everybody, like, yeah. you know, because they're the leader, the superpower of the world. So everybody's watching what happens there because it will affect everyone in every part of the world. Absolutely. I heard someone once say that, um, uh, you know, what happens What happens in New York, um, the stock market, you know, mm. it says, um, you know, when it, it affects, affects those, you know, what happens, this is how it goes, I think, if I get it right, you know, what, what happens on Wall Street affects those who live on Main Street mm-hmm. and it affects those who live on No Street. <laughs> That's a good one. And that's true, isn't it? I like it? that, yeah. It impacts the whole world. And, um, and, just to, and just to take a look at, you mentioned a few um, a few things that the United States is leader in. I think you said politically, economically, militarily. Mm. Okay, the military. I mean, their military. Do you know how much they spend on military compared to the other major military spenders? No, I don't. It's phenomenal. Like, I, I went online... And I discovered, and this is a thing from 2000 and, oh, this is from April 2020. April 2020, so this is, um, yeah, the Peter Peterson Foundation, Mm. where they monitor and track um, this kind of thing. And the headline was, the United States spends more on defense than the next 10 countries combined. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That just tells you a lot, doesn't it? It does. And, um, yeah, and the numbers, the numbers were, uh, for 2019, they spent $732 billion. Hmm. And the next 10 countries, led by China, India, Russia, spent $726 billion. Hmm. Phenomenal. Hmm. So it's, it's like, you know, far and above. I mean, the, 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 it's like there's daylight. Yep. Um, so that's that. Then also we have um, technology. You mentioned that. Hmm. Uh, you know, what sort of technology especially? You talked about, you know, the way technology is being harnessed. Yeah, and just all the, I can't remember the name of the place in California that's got... Silicon a, Valley. That's the one. <laughs> like that that affects everybody, you know. And, and um, yeah, just even the movies that come out. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Music, all the cultural things that we enjoy. Food. Food. Maccas, KFC. Yep. All this sort of stuff. Um, also, also when it comes to um, religion, mm. you think of Protestantism. I mean, America is kind of the the Protestant country. It is largely. It is, yeah. Well, it was started mm. on by Protestants, um, and yeah, the the, the Protestant f- uh, framework is part of its constitution, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. God is is front and center. And freedom I just, of religion. I mean, I, I think of the I think of that song, "God Bless America." I love that song. You love that song? Do you want to sing it? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful song. It is. I was just listening to it the other day. Um, you know, it's just a beautiful song. Yeah. Oh, it's obviously very patriotic. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. uh, but I mean, just the words. I've, I've got I've got the words here. Um, God bless America, mm. land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above, from the mm. mountains to the prairies to the oceans, white with foam. God bless America, my home sweet home. And it goes on. You know, God bless America. And I really do believe God's blessed America. Mm. Amen. Uh, can you think of another nation on the planet that has risen to such power and prestige in less than 250 years? I can't. Maybe our listeners could, but I can't. Yeah, well, if anyone can, if anyone can, uh, please let us know. I can't think of another nation um, in history that has risen to world, domin- world dominance. And this is what we're looking at here. We're looking at a nation that rises Mm -hmm. to world dominance Mm -hmm. because he causes the earth and those who dwell in it. This is, this is the whole world. Mm. So, um, and yeah, getting, just taking a look at that causes, Mm. that sounds like force to me. It does. But that doesn't sound like the United States that was formed some 250 years ago. No. (laughs) Although (laughs) We're seeing things that are happening that say, oh, it's not impossible. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's just go back. Um, I know we looked at this last week, but how was the United States formed? Like its, it's declaration of independence. Mm, so the founding fathers um, came together and they formed those, they put together those documents. We talked about the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And it's just a beautiful framework for freedom, all of these documents. And a reminder, too, that America began because pilgrims were escaping the Mm -hmm. tyranny of the old world. And so they came to the new world and they found that freedom there. And you know what? America began as a great experiment. And when Mm. you think about it, this experiment can never be repeated because there is no other new world that we could go to to try and start all over again. Mm -hmm. So there's Mm -hmm. only one one country that could do that, and it was the United States. Wow. And, yeah, you talked about the Declaration of Independence, and, you know, I'd, it's, it's just literally straight out of Scripture. Yeah, it's a beautiful document. Straight out of Scripture. And I think it's worth just reading those words again. I don't know if you have them there. I have I mean, them here. You go ahead. I'll go ahead and read them. Um, you know, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Mm-hmm. I looked up that word, unalienable. It's, it's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. And it literally means cannot be taken away. That's right. So these are rights that are yours by, mm. by, by, your, by your citizenship mm. as a United States citizen. Mm. Uh, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm. That's straight out of John 10, 10, where Jesus said, you know, I've come to give life and give it more abundantly. It's literally straight out of the words of Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even the idea that you could own property, like the pursuit of happiness was mm-hmm. link, linked to the owning of property. It's actually interesting. I found as I was reading my Bible that Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about that a couple of times, that man should be able to find pleasure in the fruit of his labor and the work of his hands and in the things he works to possess. It's all from the Bible. Mm. Yeah. It's inc- incredible. And, um, and this experiment, mm. as you rightly say, this experiment um, has um, gone all around the world. Mm. I mean, here in Australia, yes. we are a product yeah. of the experiment from the United States because Australia was founded, as, as we know, or most Australians know, or well, you should know if you're an Australian. <laughs> um, you know, we, 
we have our origins from the same place where the United States, where a lot of the United States pilgrims mm -hmm. came from, which mm -hmm. was the old world, England mm -hmm. in particular. Um, you know, it was a penal colony here mm -hmm. in Australia, a convict colony where they sent the convicts and so forth. And we, we probably would have been no different mm -hmm. to, to what was happening in England if it wasn't for the United States of America. That's right. And so, and I love, I love the, um, yeah, the First Amendment to the Constitution. Mm. You know, Congress shall make no law respecting an, an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Mm -hmm. You mentioned in one of your programs on the end, those two clauses, establishment mm. and prohibiting. Do you mm. want to just sort of comment on that based on the book of Daniel, like yeah. the stories in Daniel? So it's very interesting as you look at the book of Daniel, the first six chapters talk about stories and they're not bedtime stories, but they're to prepare us for the coming of Jesus and how to live in end times. And as um, you point out, Danny, that in Daniel chapter 3, we see an example of the the violation of the first clause of the First Amendment, which says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment mm -hmm. of religion. Yep. And of course, Daniel chapter 3, Nebuchadnezzar, world leader, sets up an image, issues a worldwide uh, a call to worship it. And um, three young men practiced civil disobedience mm -hmm. because they recognize it's more important to obey God rather than men. And then the second example of a violation of the second clause of the First Amendment, which goes on to say, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the mm -hmm. free exercise thereof. We see an example of that in Daniel chapter 6, when the king, under the, on, the, on the basis of his counselor's advice, uh, makes a law that no one should pray to any god except himself for 30 days. Wow. And when that happened, Daniel continued to pray to God, practice civil disobedience again. Amazing. You wonder if the framers of the Constitution had that in mind, Daniel 3 and Daniel 6. Yeah. It's interesting. Maybe yeah. one day in the kingdom we'll talk to them and ask them. Well, folks, sit back. We have a song, David Evans, Amazing Love. Beautiful song. And so
Welcome back to Faith FM and Looking Up. Great to have you on this beautiful, sunny Wednesday afternoon. You're with Danny and Sharissa, and we are journeying through the book of Revelation together. And uh, we are discovering incredible truths regarding the United States as it relates to end-time prophecy. And uh, you may be thinking, why are we talking about America? Everyone's talking about America. Why are we also talking about America? This is a Bible-based spiritual program. We're not the we're not Channel Nine or Channel Seven or ABC or SBS or any one of those uh, stations. Why? And that is because we are discovering from the Book of Revelation that America will be at the very centre of those final movements mm. that will break out and fan out around the entire world that we are told, according to the words of Jesus, will be rapid ones. Those final movements indeed will be rapid ones, like those labour pains. Mm. So that is why we are, are looking at this. This is, um, And it just happens to be that there's an election going on right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Sharissa, I don't know about you, but I've been speaking on these subjects year in and year out for, for the last 15 years. Mm. You've probably done it a bit more than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and you know, and it's just it's just fascinating to see uh, the news headlines it more is. and more reflecting what the words of scripture given two thousand years ago. Mm, amazing! It's just amazing. It's it, very faith affirming. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now, there's a question that's come through. Um, thank you, Mick. Um, he's uh, one of our faithful regular listeners. And thank you again for a question. He's, he's got this question here that's just come through, so we're going to address it right now before we continue on. So if you do have a question, feel free to um, text it or phone it in, and we will seek to answer it. So here's the question. Uh, wasn't Rome the beast? This is, this is speaking of pagan Rome, I'm assuming, um, uh, the Rome of the emperors. Wasn't Rome the beast who made the war with the saints? Captivity and sword are not modern modes of warfare, are they? And he's given Revelation 13, verses 7 to 10. So let's let's just start off by um, answering this first question. Mm-hmm. Didn't Rome uh, make war with the saints? Mm-hmm. Did, did pagan Rome persecute the Christians? Well, they tried to kill baby Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, pagan Rome did, yeah. you know, the Apostle Paul. And Nero. Nero, yeah, the yeah. Apostle Paul. Um, you know, uh, tradition tells us that Peter was mm-hmm. crucified. The Romans were the ones that used crucifixion. Jesus mm-hmm. obviously crucified. Um, that Peter was crucified upside down. Yes. That's what, that's what tradition tells us, Christian right. tradition, because he didn't feel worthy to be crucified like his Lord. So certainly pagan Rome... Um, Certainly they, they persecuted Christians, no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But here we're speaking of this first power in Revelation 13. This is not speaking of pagan Rome. Mm-hmm. This power that arises out of the sea with seven heads and ten horns. 
you mentioned this earlier. This is not speaking of pagan Rome, is it? No, no. Rome changes. There's a change and it becomes papal Rome. Mm-hmm. But um, papal Rome receives its seat and its authority and its power from pagan Rome. Exactly. So we've looked at this in the past. We won't we won't take the time to read all these scriptures. Um, I'll just I'll just alert you to the ones that are relevant. It says in um, uh, if you want to take a look at Revelation thirteen four, there what Sharissa has just shared, where the dragon gives uh, his uh, you know sorry sorry Revelation thirteen verse two. It says the dragon there gave power to his his power seat and authority. To, to papal Rome. And that's what happened when, um, when the Caesars, mm-hmm. when they left Rome, mm-hmm. they headed to the other side of the empire, to the east, to Constantinople. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constantine, when he moved his headquarters, that created a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And that was in about three, you know, in, in the 300s, in those early 300s. And it was a couple of hundred years later, in 538, to be exact, when Papal Rome received its power, throne, and authority to rule and reign as the as the church state, as the state of the church, mm. or the church of the state. How does that work? The church of the state, the the official church yeah. of of the empire. <laughs> yes, and so and, and it received political authority as well. Uh, so. Going to having a look at these scriptures from 7 to 10, there the Bible is speaking of the papacy or mm-hmm. the Roman papacy making war against the saints. And it's very clear because in verse 5, you have the 42 months mentioned there, those 1260 years mm-hmm. uh, between 538 and 1798. And, uh, you know, we know that pagan Rome basically fell in about 476 AD. Mm-hmm. So pagan Rome came to an end in 476 AD and papal Rome continued, as you said. Mm. And so this is speaking of papal Rome that is making war against the saints. It's also a power that blasphemes God. Um, it seeks worship. Uh, and then it says in verse 10, if you want to read verse 10 of Revelation 13, and then I want to go to Romans for the answer. So Revelation 13 verse 10 says, He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Okay. Now this is speaking of the Roman papacy Mm -hmm. going into captivity, Mm -hmm. which happened in 1798, as you pointed out. Now the sword here simply refers to the state or the Mm -hmm. government, Mm -hmm. the political power. So the political power gave the Roman church authority and power to persecute. Mm. The Bible says in the end that same political power would would persecute the church. Mm -hmm. The one who used the state to persecute would now be persecuted by the state. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And we have that in Re- Romans chapter 13 verse 4. So we're not so we're using we're using the biblical language here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Romans 13 verse 4 um, if you would like to read that when you get there and Romans 13:4 makes it clear of what this symbol of the sword is. It's just like psst, very simple. Cool. 
So Romans 13 verse 4 says, For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Okay, and in the context, this is speaking of the government. Yes. Because it says... In verse 1, if you want to just read verse 1, chapter 13 of Romans, verse 1. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Ah, so there you go. So this sword um, that takes out the Roman papacy is the government. Yep. Ah, that's really so good. He who, so, so just take a look at that again. He who kills with the sword, speaking of the papacy. Mm. Did the papacy use the government in order to achieve its aims of persecuting those that opposed it? They certainly did. They certainly did. You know, between 50 and, what, 100 million uh, yeah. people lost their lives. Yes. Um, and so he who, where are we here, verse 10, he who kills with the sword, that's speaking of the Church of Rome, mm. must be killed with the sword. So the government will take away its power, which is what happened in 1798. Yes. Nice and simple. So I hope that answers your question, um, Mick. Thank you for asking. And we're going to continue on. So let us uh, go back to where we were. So we're, we're taking a look at the United States and its power and its incredible power. So we've looked at it politically, culturally, militarily, and so on and so forth. Now, we want to take a look at and, uh, and now read a little more on what the Bible has to say regarding how this power, and we've talked about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. and, um, and even, uh, where was it? I've, I've, I've made a note here somewhere. There is, see if I can find this, a really interesting, um, uh, let me see if I can find it. I've got here the, the here we go, no, the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Hmm. You familiar with the Pledge of Allegiance? Sort of. Sort of, okay. <laughs> I've heard it. The, the Pledge of Allegiance is, is really interesting because um, the Pledge of Allegiance was given um, some 400 years, well, on the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus. Oh, really? And the discovery of the Americas. Wow. Yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance. So uh, he discovered America in 1492. Mm-hmm. And so in 1892, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance was first, um, yeah, was first drafted. Cool. And, and this is what it says. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, mm. one nation under God, indivisible with, now notice this word, with liberty and justice for all. Mm. That's the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm -hmm. And so... Once again, you know, liberty, mm. the pursuit of happiness. Mm. It's right there, even in the Pledge of Allegiance. Amazing. You know, 1892, that's, that's like 100 years beyond yeah. the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and so on and so forth, the Bill of Rights. So mm. 100 years later, they're still singing the same song. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I found that really fascinating. I love it. Now, Sharissa, um, let's, let's keep going here. And... Um, this is going to set us up for moving into current events. Um, we want to take a look at what happens next. So verses, if you want to read through from verse uh, 13, 13 and 14. 
All right. Of Revelation 13. Okay, so here we go. He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. Okay, well, so we discover that Satan has two best friends (laughs) that he utilizes in order to bring about what his aim is, which is to receive worship. Mm. Because that's the whole aim, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He wants to be worshipped. And God alone deserves worship. Mm -hmm. So that worship war that began in heaven um, climaxes here on this earth just before the close of probation, just before it all ends. And the first way that he deceives, so the first, his first method of operation is deception. Mm. Now, you talked a little bit about this mm. in your program. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to sort of unpack uh, regarding why, why would the devil mm. use deception? It's been his method of attack, his. The whole great controversy ever since, you know, the human race began, he began by trying to deceive Adam and Eve Mm. as to, you know, who God is. Um, Yeah, look, it's very interesting. He exercises, oh, sorry, he performs great signs, making fire come Mm. down from heaven on the earth. You think about the times in the Bible when fire did come down from heaven to earth. And the two that come instantly to my mind, and then someone reminds me there's a third, um, there is Elijah on Mount Carmel yes. with the showdown of the false prophets and the the one, you know, when fire fell, it was in answer to Elijah's prayer mm-hmm. to prove he was a true prophet and also to prove that, you know, God is God. Um, and then, of course, the day of Pentecost, tongues of fire were on each um, person's head in that upper room. And also there was apparently fire in the dedication of the temple or something there like was, that. There was, yeah, fire twice. Yes. The first time in the wilderness. Yes. And then Solomon? uh, Solomon's temple, okay. yeah. But, you know, at the end of time, we can't trust those kinds of amazing signs to because the Bible says that the devil's going to use signs to deceive. Can the devil bring fire down from heaven? I think he could. Job chapter 1, where <laughs> yeah, he brings true. fire down from heaven. True. And he destroys the livestock of Job. Mm. And, you know, you have, you have fire all the way through. You have the burning bush mm-hmm. and fire. You have when the Ten Commandments are given, mm-hmm. there is fire. You've got Elijah when, when Ahab says, you know, you know, you better get, you know, to, to the king. And mm. Elijah says, if, if, if the Lord is God and I'm his servant, let fire come down from heaven. Yeah. And so, so you've got, you know, two armies, two groups of 50 soldiers that get wiped out by fire. Mm. You also have Sodom and Gomorrah mm-hmm. and fire coming down from heaven. So, yeah, you are right. Everything, for every true thing, God, Satan has a counterfeit. And like for mm. the tongues of fire, mm. there's also a counterfeit tongues of fire. For a true revival, there's a counterfeit revival. Uh, that's very important. Yeah. Very important. Do you want to keep, keep sharing on that? Because, um, all right. Well, I'm just thinking, like, because some people might be saying, well, how, do you, how can you spot the difference? Mm. And there's a really good verse in Deuteronomy chapter 13. I'll just quickly read it because it's, it's a good one. You go for it. Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 4. The Bible says, If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods which you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not 
listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. So if anyone was to show you a sign or a wonder and then say, now do this and it's not what God says, well, you know that that's it's not a not true. from God. Thank you. That's a great summary. And um, we're gonna we're going to go to a song right now, very shortly. But yeah, Sharissa, fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. We, we're going to pick up on that after the after the news. Uh, we've got a song now coming up, and it's from Eden's Bridge Morning Prayer. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to Looking Up. You're with Danny and Sharissa. Great to have you with us on this final leg as we uh, bring yet another program to an end. Hope you have been blessed this afternoon. Before we plunge into uh, these last few moments that we have together, just a reminder, we have America and the End continuing tonight. It's tonight and tomorrow night, and it all comes to an end, the nine-part series. Sharissa, how can people um, tune in? 
www.theend.digital is where you can find the videos and on our YouTube page, The End Digital, and also on our Facebook page, The End Digital, and live on Faith FM. Absolutely. From what time? 7.30 tonight. So 7.30 tonight. Don't worry about state of origin. Tune in <laughs> to theend.digital and um, so this is where it's all happening. But if you if you do happen to miss it, that can, it's all there, isn't it? So you can still watch State of Origin and yeah. watch the end after that. That's true. So, um, but anyway, yeah, looking forward to those last couple of programs this week. Now, back to Revelation 13, Sharissa. Mm-hmm. We have been looking, you, you mentioned something really important regarding how we can discern uh, something, whether it is from God, because we talk about Fire coming down from heaven in the sight of men here in Revelation chapter 13, mm. verse 3, these great signs. And, and the word there for great in the original is mega, mm. you know, mega. So we know about mega earthquakes and so forth. That's, that's huge. So these are, these are serious signs mm. to deceive. Um, and you mentioned earlier that, yeah, we can know the difference. How? Whether it's from God or not. Yeah, well, if they speak not according to this word, if it contra- if the person who performs the sign or the wonder is not speaking in harmony with God's word, you know it's deception right there. Exactly. So we have to, we have to always test everything by the word of God. Yeah, we can't go in our senses. No. And it appears to me that, that the senses are going to be key at the end. Mm, in, order for, in order for And today we have a saying, seeing is? Believing, yeah. As interesting too in the um, story of Daniel chapter three, when King Nebuchadnezzar set up an image, music was mm. part was it was played a key role in causing people to bow down and worship this golden image. When the music plays, bow down. And I think at the end of time, music will also be a very unifying thing, but not necessarily to bring people to faithfulness to God, but to unfaithfulness mm, absolutely so so not only not only are we looking at um, physical fire but as, as you pointed out Sharissa uh, fire is associated with the infilling of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost in Acts mm. chapter 2 and so there's going to be a true revival mm. we know that from Revelation 18 verse 1 yes where the whole world is lit up with the glory or the character of God yes. and so you have you have this counterfeit mm. revival mm-hmm. because for every truth, uh, the devil comes up with a counterfeit. Yeah, amazing. Comes up with a counterfeit, and so and we also have like we have the three angels yes. message that that fan out across the world, you know, yes. to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. And Revelation seventeen, sorry, Revelation sixteen, we have three frogs, mm-hmm. three frogs, and Thank there's you. deception. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's go there. This this is this is worth reading. I don't want to just go. Uh, sharing this Revelation 16, if you want to read verse 13 and 14, this is the sixth plague. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is just before Jesus comes. And uh, yeah, just read verse 13 and 14 of Revelation 16. So it says, And I saw the three, un- sorry, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet, for they are the spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Wow. So here we have three powers mentioned in verse 13. We've got the dragon. Yep. Who's the dragon? Satan. The devil and Satan. Okay, we've got this beast, speaking of this first beast, which is... That's a revived papacy. (laughs) That's right. And then we have this false prophet. Yeah. Now this false prophet 
is none other than the United States of America. Mm. And it's because it now speaks like a dragon. Dragon. Mm. And in looks the Bible, like a, looks Christian like. <laughs> and and that's and that's deception, isn't it? Yeah. Deception isn't straight out, you know. You know, someone who wears a con man badge. It's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Mm. Well, you think of how how Eve was deceived at the very beginning. Mm. You Good know, the de- the devil didn't come straight out. He came through the serpent mm. to deceive her, and uh, and that's just how he's always operated. So yeah, at the end of time, there's going to be um, signs, miracles, and spiritual manifestations. Mm-hmm. So seeing is not believing. Believing at the end of time. The only thing we believe in is in the word of God. Yes. It has to be a thus saith the Lord. And okay. it's interesting when Jesus was tempted by the devil. Yeah, that's a what good was point. his response? It is written. It is written. It is written. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so folk, yeah, we need to put our faith and trust in God's word. And if ever there was a time when we needed to dig deep into God's word, it's now. Would you say that? Be the case, Sharissa. Amen. Totally. So we need to learn to live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. Now, it also says here, and, and you mentioned this uh, during the break, so we want to pick up on this. In verse 11, it says, um, well, if you want to read um, verse 11, and then in particular the last part there we want to take a look at. Yeah, so again, this is Revelation 13, verse 11. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. Oh, we know who the dragon is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know who the lamb is. Yes. Okay. What does it mean, spoke like a dragon? What, what could that mean possibly, do you think? Well, I guess we have to put in some of the symbolism we already know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we know we're not talking about a literal lamb Mm -hmm. but it's a symbol of a nation Mm -hmm. so the question would then be how would a nation end up speaking like a dragon or how does a nation speak at Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it would be through its legislative bodies its law making bodies that's how nations speak Mm -hmm. so so this is saying that the united states would speak or create laws in harmony with the devil Yes. That's just putting it out there. That's like that's what the text says. He would speak or make laws that are in harmony with the principles of the dragon, mm. Satan. And how did Satan operate? Well, you just look down through history. How mm. did he try to attack God's church? If he can't deceive them through just cunning fables, then he uses force mm. to try and, you know, get his way and that's what I think Revelation 13 is pretty clearly telling us, that he's going to cause the United States to enact laws that will go against every principle of its constitution, which are based on the Bible, as mm-hmm. we've been brought out, um, but they will reflect the, the characteristics of Satan himself. Absolutely. And um, you are right. You mentioned the word cause. It appears there in verse 12. Yeah. It appears uh, two more times in this in this passage dealing with the United States. Yes. One more time in verse 15 mm-hmm. and another time in verse 16 mm. where it says, you know, that unless people have this mark, mm-hmm. speaking of the mark of the beast in the right hand or in the forehead, they will not be able to buy or sell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's even a death decree. Mm. So there's a lot of forces in there. At the end of time. That's yeah. that's pretty hectic if you're not able to buy and sell unless you go along with this new worldwide worship system that will be established beginning in the US and then fanning out across the globe. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to buy and sell. That's 
pretty serious business. It's coming very close to home. <laughs> but you can totally see how something like that is possible mm. in our day and age. Mm. Like years ago, you might have wondered how could you control that. But now with digital um, technology, it's very possible. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, you're right. And we're going we're gonna to do a whole oh, program yeah. on this, but you are right. Um, you know, we now have credit cards mm-hmm. and some, some don't even bother with credit cards. They've got it on their phone. Yeah, that's right. Do you have like... Access to your? Do you, do you have one of these like? Phones my husband that, does. He does. So, but I just don't trust him yet. So I'm <laughs> going to keep my cards. <laughs> You're going to keep your cards. But I mean, if you look into my wallet, I mean, if you would have looked in my wallet 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when I first got married, there wouldn't have been much in there. But <laughs> but especially now, there's just a credit card, literally. Yeah. You know, I've only got a few dollars just in case they don't take credit or whatever. You yeah. know, so yeah, so we're very so this is very much a reality today. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, and so looking at this idea of forcing, um, so like you said, the United States Constitution, literally that First Amendment in particular is going to be shredded. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to read uh, from verse 14, verse 14 and 15 here, we have um, Satan's second mode of operation. So the first one's deception. Mm -hmm. The second one is coercion. Deception and coercion, his two best mates. So if you want to read verse 14 and 15. Says, and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. And he he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Wow. Okay. There's a word, there's a phrase there that popped up four times. Image of the beast. Image of the beast. Okay. Do you want to unpack that? Because I know you, you talked about that. Ah, yeah. Well, the first time the word image is mentioned in the Bible, it's when God said, let us make man in our image, with our likeness, that is. And so that means that we are moral beings with the ability to make choices. But sin obviously ruined that image. And But Jesus came to restore the image of God in man. Uh, the image to the beast means it's like looking in a mirror. You mm-hmm. see the likeness of yourself in a mirror. And so what, what the Bible is saying so here. So it's like when we talk about he's, in, like he's a spitting image. Yes. Or she's a spitting image yes. of, of her mum or, yeah. or he's a spitting image of his dad. Looks like father, like son. Yep. Um, so we're saying that the United States, the Bible is saying, not me. The Bible is saying that the United States will set up an image to the beast. That is, it will copy, make a carbon mm. copy, of, if you mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. of the earth of the sea beast yeah um in some way so this copy will be of what took place during those dark ages the 1200s when church and state were united yes because is that the case in america right now church and state united right now in america they're coming closer they are, but they're, but they're, they're separate <laughs> yeah at the moment you yeah. know they're separate but we can clearly see that there are movements yes. in place to bring them closer together from both sides that's right and every politics. now and then there's something that happens in the news that that says, ah, this is not impossible. Mm. So, yeah, people may be thinking, that just sounds so far-fetched. <laughs> so far-fetched that in the United States of America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, uh, the one that has, you know, in its constitution, the very First Amendment, this separation, this clear separation between the church and the state, um, that one day the United States would be, become a nation in the same image mm. of of the persecution that took place in the in the dark and bloody ages when the church and the state were in bed together people mm. are thinking that's impossible mm-hmm. but 
it's going to happen, isn't it? It's definitely going to happen. And um, you know what? I think back to our Prime Minister here in Australia at Mm. the beginning of COVID Mm. when he was rolling out these crazy um, laws and rules that, you know, we just, we never dreamed of. Yeah. You know, if somebody would have said last Christmas that you wouldn't be allowed outside your house for more than half an hour a day (laughs) to do a bit of exercise. We'd have said, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That would have locked you up, wouldn't it? Yeah. That locked you up. Um, But I remember what the Prime Minister said. He said, Strange and unusual times mm. uh, require strange and unusual measures. Mm. Or, or, you know, mm-hmm. unprecedented times require unprecedented measures. I think that were his words. Mm. Unprecedented times require unpre- unprecedented measures. So that's the time we're living in. So, folk, we are, we're about to sign off, but we are going to take a look at some current events in our next program, so it's not going to be next Wednesday. It'll be the following Wednesday because Sharissa and um, and her husband Justin are going away for a well-earned break. But when they come back, Justin's going to be our special guest, and he's going to be unpacking um, some current events that are pointing out what we have read here, words written over two thousand years ago. So I'm going to now invite you to sit back and to enjoy some music. After the music, we're going to come back with a giveaway. Sharissa has a giveaway for you. And so make sure you stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, listen to Fernando Ortega. There is Power in the Blood. I love this beautiful song. Me too. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the land. There is power, power, wonder working power. In the precious blood of the Lamb Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide There's power in the blood 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 There is power power wonder working power in the blood of the land There is power power wonder working power in the precious blood of the Lamb 
will be whiter, much whiter than snow. There's power in the blood. Sin stains are lost in its life-giving flow. There's power in the blood. 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 There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Welcome back to Faith FM and Looking Up. We're in the last couple of minutes, and uh, we it is time for our giveaway, Sharissa. Do you want to tell us all about that and how people can jump on board? Yeah, sure. So we have a really exciting giveaway. It's called The Great Controversy. It's an incredible book. If you've never read it, you need to get your copy. But the thing is, it's for the first caller, so, well, first one to text in, and last week someone did it. Someone actually got it, so um, it's another one up for grabs this week. If you would like to get your copy of The Great Controversy, you can call us on 1-800-324-843 or you can text in at 0491-064-669. So uh, again, 0491-064-669. And look, this book is one of the best books that speaks about the events that we ha- that we see happening in our world right now and where Bible prophecy is heading. I don't think I've read a better book on these things outside of the Bible. It's just incredible. You will be blown away when you get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Nothing better than that book written over a century ago, but it's like reading the newspapers of today. So, folk, um, I'm glad you have been blessed to be with us. It's been great having you on board. Just to remember, um, the end digital America and the end continues tonight. And so that's 7.30. In the meantime, I want to encourage you, as always, keep looking up. Jesus is coming soon. I'm planning on being there and I'm hoping and praying you'll be there too. God bless Amen. you and bye for now. Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up When there's pain deep in your heart Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up Should the tears begin to start With a prayer all your cares He will cast into the depths of the sea I know His love is there for me We make our plans and still it's God who directs our ways 
knows each step I make He knows each breath I take It's in our darkest hour We find our greatest need He knows what's best for you and me Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up When there's pain deep in your heart Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up Should the tears begin to start With a prayer or your cares he will cast into The depths of the sea His love is always there for me In every trial we face Precious lessons we can learn My faith grows stronger And cuts diamonds from all we see as simple stones. I've learned to place my trust in Him. Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up when there's pain deep in your Oh